0: out every trick you know and it was quite the performance and as I was starting to stand up to leave from the meeting he pulled out one last trick Um, he took out this velvet bag full of championship rings and dumped them all across the table and he picked one up you know and he looked me dead in my eye and he said you give it back to me when we win one together now, when I think about it, it was crazy because I hadn't even agreed to sign with my aunt. But that's Pat, you know, and we did win a ring together, two of them. Uh, but I never gave back the one he loaned me because, you know, for whatever reason, I wanted to wait to the right moment. And, you know, I figured this would be a good moment. That was Chris Bosh at the Hall of Fame induction ceremony, telling a special story between him and his former general manager. Correct, Max Pat Riley. Yeah. Yeah, general basically. manager. Yeah, I I always forget the titles. I mean, he I feel like he has so many different jobs that that I I, I don't know what to call him. But yeah. Uh, I thought that was a really cool moment, really cool story. I mean, the go- the Godfather making an offer that Chris Bosch can't refuse. I thought I thought that was pretty fitting. Max, how are you? Good. Yeah, I was uh,
1: I was surprised to pick that uh, you started the show off
0: with of that. Yeah, I thought it was a really cool story and and again, <laughs> it, it's hard it's hard not to feel great for Chris Bosch with how his career ended and him getting enshrined in NBA glory with his induction into the Hall of Fame. We'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that. I want to get your reaction to his speech and the, the other nominees, uh, the other inductees, I'm sorry. We'll talk a little MLB as the season is winding down and the Subway Series was this past weekend very exciting, but my Mets continue to do everything they can to drop out of the postseason contention. Obviously, NFL will look back quickly at week one because by the time this episode comes out we'll be closer to week two actually week 2 we'll have started and we'll talk about some of the key takeaways we'll talk about our picks but max let's start off with our list and today's list we are going to talk about the greatest teams never win the championship so max i'll let you start it off number three for you
1: Number three for me is 2001, 2002 Sacramento Kings. Um, You know this is—it's been pretty well documented now, but during the time, you know, they had the Lakers on the rope, ropes. um, You know, they they were beating them. uh, You know, three to one, and uh, you know, there's a big thing during the David Stern era how he wanted the Lakers anytime they're close to the finals. You know. He wanted them in there, especially with the whole Tim Donahue situation. But, you know, at the same time, the King kind of, you know, lose a 3-1 lead and the, the famous Robert Ory shot when Buddy Divock smacked the ball. Mm-hmm. When he could have gotten a rebound and then, you know, game seven, he hit it, they won. But, uh, yeah, that Kings team, it was Paige um who was a Hall of Famer, believe it or not. Divock, Hall of Famer. Weber, Hall of Famer. Doug Christie, a really good defender. Mike Bibby, I can't stand him, but he was good back then. They had a young Keita Turkoglu off the bench and – uh, reigning sixth man of the year, Bobby Jackson, on that team. And that team was really good. Uh, it's a shame they never you know, won a championship or he went to the finals. And honestly, ever since that moment, the Kings have, kept, have been the Kings since.
0: Yeah, that's a good one, Max. That's, that's a team that is constantly brought up, uh, especially when it talks about greatest NBA teams that never win the ring. I like it. For me, I went baseball here. And I went with the 2001 Seattle Mariners. They won 116 games in the regular season, which tied the all-time MLB record, uh, a record that was set by the 1906 Chicago Cubs. But they fell apart against the New York Yankees in the ALCS. And can I just say that, I mean, of course, another notch on the Yankees' great history by beating the team... Uh, that tied the best regular season record. But if there was ever a time, and I just bring this up because September 11th just passed, and uh, obviously sports played a big part. If there was ever a time I won the Yankees to win the World Series, it was 2001. Now, obviously, I wasn't a big sports fan back then. But looking back, how great historically was, how great for the city would have been, that would have been the one year I would have been okay with the Yanks winning it all. But getting back to my point, 2001 Seattle Mariners – 116 games in the regular season mean nothing. If you don't get the job done come postseason, they didn't. They go down as one of the best teams and never win at all. Number two for you, Max.
1: Yeah, number two for me, that that team was loaded, too. I was looking at that roster today. Mm-hmm. They had everybody. It's a shame they lost.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. That team,
1: that team was loaded. Yeah. Um, number two for me is the 2014-2015 Kentucky Wildcats. They went 38-1, and one, and, you know, they lost in the Final Four to Wisconsin of all freaking teams. And I think that's a under – that's not talked about enough, having Kentucky and Duke in the Finals, when you had, you know, Car anthony Towns, Roy Colley-Stein, mm-hmm. uh, who else they had? Booker, uh, the Harrison Twins. You know, they had a lot of NBA guys on that team. And then with Duke, for Terrence uh, – not Terrence – Tyre Jones, um, Justice Winslow, that would have been really cool, uh, you know, two powerhouses going at it. But, yeah, they went 38 and one, and they look like they're running away with the whole tournament, and they played this <laughs> – the weirdest team to play in a tournament is Wisconsin because, you know, nobody loves them. Yeah, I know. Old, old white men really cheering for them. Every Wisconsin runs flex about every play. Elbow, you know, elbow jumpers, tight passes, bounce pass, you know, setting hard screens, and Kentucky's <laughs> got every prospect you can think of and they lose to them. But Frank Kaminsky, remember that bum, Frank Kaminsky? Yep. Oh, yes, yes I do. shit
0: out of me. Yes, I do.
1: But yeah, I haven't seen I haven't seen a better college basketball team since, honestly.
0: Now, Max, could you just um, re-jog my memory for a second? Were they thirty eight and one going into the postseason? No,
1: they're undefeated.
0: That's what I thought. That yeah, yeah okay, yeah. okay. Because I I almost remember, dude. I even think that they had undefeated shirts made up prior to yeah. them going undefeated. And then once that happened, I was like, all right, a part of me is kind of happy that happened. And and I really have no – like when it comes to college basketball, yes, I say that I hate Christian Leitner from the documentaries and all that. But but to say that I hate a college basketball team out there, it's not really possible. But once I saw the T-shirts made and everything and then Kentucky went on to lose, kind of felt a little bit good after that.
1: That's when college basketball used to be fun. You had the villain, you know. Now it's like, you know, college, especially basketball. Nobody's a villain anymore, you know. Everyone comes in and out the league and it's new people every year, so they don't really have that
0: anymore. Yeah, I know, and 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 I'm telling you, Max, I I think both sides would really benefit. Now, again, are you gonna are you going to turn down millions of dollars, Max? No, I I no. wouldn't. But here's no. the thing. You know the level of play at both the collegiate and professional for young guys especially would be so much better if they stayed and developed their game. But they're so attracted to the money. And again, I get it. Nothing is guaranteed. God forbid a serious injury occurs. Uh, you don't have a career at that point or, or you're not as highly touted as you once were. So it affects your paycheck. But it, it's such a shame. And, and I, I'm not for – mandating a limit uh, I mean a minimum on how long you have to stay in college but I don't know I really think that it would be a win-win situation what about you
1: well no I think you're forgetting the, the new thing that NCAA did well they can get money now
0: yeah I,
1: I so depending on like if you're a kid and you know you're not making millions but you're making a decent amount of money to support your family and you tell your family listen I want to stay two years in college and I'm out of here. You know, I think it's, I would be surprised if more kids say two. I would like it to be two years or straight out of high school or you go to the G League for a year mm-hmm. for college. I think it would be better for college basketball and NBA. Like, you know, you guaranteed you have to go two years of college and you're getting paid now decently. Yeah. So it's not like, you know, God forbid you an injury. You have sponsorships now that, you know, represent you. So I think I would be surprised some kids like, you know what, I'm going to stay another year and then, then go, you know, get more money. And then uh, go to the league. So I th- I think this is one of the good things about that NCAA rule
0: now. No, that's true. And and I wasn't talking about that rule. I meant – remember when the NBA had the rule where it was like you had to stay at least yeah. – do, do they still have that?
1: Yeah, they, they still yeah. do. Yeah. I'd li- yeah, that's why I'd like it to be two years at least or you come straight out of the NBA or you go to the G League for a year. Yeah, but – you... that's what they should do, but I don't think they will.
0: You do bring up an interesting – aspect i could see more players now that they are getting some sort of paycheck that they they would stay at college for a little longer especially if they really have a good team chemistry too because i do think that camaraderie is big at the college level and
1: that or they know they're not ready and they want to do another year that's true. they don't feel pressured to like you know well now i'm a late first round pick but i'm a sophomore you know i can be top 15
0: or exactly exactly yeah yeah depending on their skills depending on the draft class all that yeah no i agree Uh, Max, before I move on to number two, just two more things I want to say about my Seattle Mariners. Uh, That was the year each row debuted in the major leagues. I did not know that until I looked up this.
1: Was it a one? Yeah,
0: 2001. Yep, yep, yep. And since that year, the Mariners have not reached the playoffs again. Man, that's... That's, that, why,
1: that's why you always got to win now while you can't. Exactly. You know, uh, Philly 76ers.
0: Yeah, like, uh, well... You know,
1: trust the process, yeah? See, I've been waiting for a de- <clears throat> two decades. <laughs>
0: yeah, I know, that's crazy. It's 20 years, holy shit. Yeah, you to right. win now while you can't. Yeah, I know. Please, you don't have to tell me as a Mets fan. All right, anyway. Uh, number two for me, Max, Um, this might be on your list, but... it. They're number two for me because I think number one is a clear favorite, but Golden State Warriors of 2016. I mean, they set a record-setting 73-win season. They were up 3-1 to a Cleveland Cavaliers team that was all but done. They choked it away. Yes, they finish with the most wins in the regular season. However, if you don't win a ring, it doesn't mean a thing. Do I need to say more? <laughs> No, no. Yeah. And then who who comes atop your list, Max?
1: Uh, this is probably your number one team, but it's it's got to be one of your favorite teams of all time, Victor. The 2007 New England
0: Patriots. Yep. Damn, Max. Damn. Yeah, it's number one for me too. Yeah, I, I, no,
1: I mean, I feel like it's got to be everyone's number one, honestly.
0: I mean, Max, uh, on the brink of perfection, and guess what? The New York Giants play heroes. Football. Football. And, yeah, guys. New York Football Challenge. Yeah, it's been a while since you, you've reminded me. Thank you. But, Max, uh, just real quick about that team. Uh, Well, not just that team, the couple years that they played together. Dude, the fact that Moss and Brady played together, just, it, it I always forget that fact. I mean, two of the greatest ever do it at each of their own positions. And, and you can make an argument for both that they are the best to ever do it but it's amazing that team never won at all with those two guys on, on the same roster. And, and I know Belichick and Brady had enough to go around, but man, that offense was something to watch.
1: Yeah, yeah no, I remember... They, I, both
0: broke, yeah. they both broke records that year. Brady, at the time, broke the most touchdown passes in the single season, and then Moss broke the most it's receiving touchdowns. Right? No, uh... Receiving touchdowns in a single year. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. No, I I know I was pissed. The only reason I was pissed about that or the Patriots that year besides, you know, them being New England and whatever. Because so I've always loved Randy Marsh. I always wanted him to win a ring. But, you know, when he when he went to England, I was like, eh. But I remember when he went to, I don't think a lot of people remember this, but remember when it was San Fran against Baltimore? He was on the 49ers.
0: Yeah. Yes, he was. Yes, he and was. I wanted, him,
1: I wanted him to win, too. I, I, he's another guy that's not talking about enough who like never got a ring, but he was close.
0: Yeah, I I know. He really is. And, and can I just say, Max, that's another great 30 for 30, uh, Rand University. Have you ever seen yeah. that one? Oh, yeah. That's a great one. And you learn so much about Moss. And, and uh, Max, you want know to know my youngest Randy Moss memory is?
1: I uh, uh I think I can guess. Any guesses? I think it's is it the one against the Cowboys and got three touchdowns and three catches? Okay, no, up? though
0: that's a good one, uh, yes.
1: That's mine I think of.
0: But number one for me, and I'll never forget it, he scored a touchdown against the Green Bay Packers. Yep. And mooned the (laughs) goalpost.
1: Yeah, Joe Buck was so pissed. Yep,
0: he lost it. (laughs) Like, relax,
1: Joe Buck. Jesus, got his pants on. It's a joke. I know, dude. (laughs) He act like like if if they did that in today's world, it'd be like you know whatever. But like you know, back then it was just like what the what, what what did he just do?
0: Well, also let's be honest, Max. Whether it was now or a decade ago, however long that was. Joe Buck has always had a stick up his ass. I don't yeah. see him being that much of a fun guy. Do you?
1: It, uh, a lot of people say in the business, not that you know, we know anybody, but he's <laughs> yeah. actually like pretty funny.
0: Okay, all but, right.
1: But you know, what, you know what I Though I mean, it's a receiver. Anytime a receiver does anything like that, people lose their mind. That's true.
0: Yeah, and yeah. and Moss already had his prima donna status. So when you yeah. see him do something like that, yeah. And then the only other time I really did not like Randy Moss was when he was with the Raiders because I felt he quit on them. And and, and again, let's, let's not act like the Raiders for the last two decades have been a first-class organization. But it was yeah. so evident that he stopped trying. Then once he got to New England, and again, playing with Tom Brady, that'll yeah. do that to you. Playing for Belichick will do that to you. But I, I really felt he quit on the Raiders, and that was disappointing to see.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think sometimes you're in a bad situation, and you're already kind of. I don't think he was at a good point in his career there, so it just made things worse.
0: Hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. But yeah, there. I mean, there. There's plenty of team. Max, do you have a yeah. fa- Hey, do you have a favorite team where you were like, this is the year we're gonna win it all, and. They didn't live up to expectations because I'll be honest with you. I don't think I can ever say 2015 with the Met. Uh, okay, no. Not going into the season, but twice I thought my teams yeah. were going to win it all, and that's the Mets in 2006 and 2015. But 2015 was later into the season. What about you?
1: I feel like I had four teams if I'm being honest. Okay. Uh, the
0: 03
1: Yankees oh, – no, not 03. Is it 0-3 when they lost the Boston the three zero lead for the '04? Oh,
0: 4, 04. Yep. Yeah, 04. Okay.
1: That that comes to the top of my head when I was a little kid. I remember I was crying for like a week. Yeah. <laughs> about how embarrassing that was. Um. Oh yeah. Um. The th- the 2011 Finals against the Mavericks. I thought that was a okay deal. Uh, I'd say the threepeat the start of that because you know they. The thing that I love about that series is that you know everyone goes oh dude, you know. The Heat, you know, everybody knew they were going to lose that uh, lose that series. Well, they beat the Patriots in six games when they had home home court advantage, and that's when everybody was sucking uh, the Patriots off. Remember they had that Sports Illustrated cover of all, of all five starting yeah, guys. Dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And they just hyped up that Patriots team, and D Wade averaged like twenty something in the play. I'm like, okay, you know, three P. Here we go. Didn't happen. And then my last one is probably the 0910 uh, when the Jets lost to the Steelers in the AFC Championship game. Okay. I don't think they were a win, but I thought they were going to the Super Bowl, at least I should should say, against Green Bay. Yeah,
0: um, it's funny because the only time I thought the Giants would was 2008, but that was the year after they won the Super Bowl. And I was like, back-to-backs rarely happen. So that's, yeah. yeah, that in the back of my mind, I was like... Um, What was the
1: classical year? Was that 08? No, that
0: was 08. And, and yeah, once that happened too, Max, I'll be honest with you, my confidence in the team went down. I was still optimistic. I was like, oh, it's one guy. Like, I think they'll still be able to. But once he shot himself, uh, the team was a completely different offense. Who won
1: won that year?
0: The Steelers. The Steelers beat the Cardinals. Cardinals? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
1: No, I'm not – yeah, I I remember – I really thought the Giants were going to win that year. They're yeah, like, what eleven and two or something? Where
0: were they? Yeah, they started out a they started out ten and one. Bird yeah. shots shoots yeah. himself and then go one in four in the final five games. Yeah, no, yeah.
1: I definitely thought they'd at least you know be a final final four team. Yeah,
0: but, no, so did I. Trust yeah. me. And then Max, one more side question, and then we can move on. Just because you briefly mentioned it. Can you count the amount of times you've cried over sports?
1: Yeah.
0: You want to share the times, or I? I only. I don't
1: give a shit. Yeah. What's going to happen?
0: Yeah. No. No. I know. No. I've always like even when I was young, I was like, dude, you can't cry over sports. But there's been two times where I I wasn't sobbing, but I was like, God damn it. Uh
1: teary eyed. Yeah. Yeah.
0: What about you? What What were uh, your times?
1: Yeah, I just said the old four one. I was remember I was crying pretty bad for that one. I'll be honest with you. When I was freshman in high school, the Heat Mads one. When they lost, dude, I was pissed.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Yeah, I, I got a little teary eyed. Like, you, I'm like, are you effing kidding me right now? I gotta go back to school during test week, finals week. Yeah. <laughs> dude, I was pissed. I was heated, and then this one I got, and then probably. uh when the heat beat the thunder, I got a little I got a little teary eyed because everybody was just shitting on me the whole year in school, you know. You know people gotta remember first take was a big thing back then. And yeah. you know every time the heat lost a game it was all they should tr- trade this guy, fire spoke, Pat Rice. you know, it was just not it was a stupid shit. And so I, I was like it was like relief. I was like, Holy shit, thank God.
0: Okay, so that one is I, I classify different like when I say cry, like, I meant more so, like, so upset that you cried. Like, that yeah, more of it was like a happy yeah. cry. So I get yeah. that. No problem. My two times were when Beltron struck out in the 2006 NLCS Championship. And then, uh, because I was in fifth grade and I just couldn't believe it. And then the Giants-Eagles game where Deshaun Jackson punt, uh, returned the punt for the touchdown. Just because I knew the flack that I was going to get at school the next day.
1: Yep, that's a real thing back then.
0: Dude, I know, <laughs> dude. The fucking brutal kids. And, like, it, it was all shit from, like, stupid Jet fans. And uh, No offense, it's just, like... It's okay. Like, <laughs> Like, I just... I like and and some cowboy fans, and I was just like, I I can't, I can't deal with this. Speaking of
1: cowboys, Marcus Lawrence suffered a broken foot in practice today.
0: Dude, I saw a foot injury and I saw he was limited, but I didn't know he broke his foot. Jeez. That's big. Yep. And Randy Gregory, Randy Gregory has a, a COVID issue. Oh,
1: Jesus. Yeah. So good luck. Yeah. Uh, you
0: know what? You'd really love to see it when it's the Cowboys. But <laughs> all right, Max. Uh good good list and uh good little subtopics we had there. Let's move on. Max, NBA Hall of Fame. I was wrong last week and I and okay. I want to correct myself. So remember how we did the episode on Tuesday? Yeah. And I said tomorrow is the NBA Hall of Fame induction. Well, I did you have- I, I did by mistake, but I got it confused. It was the MLB induction, and then the whole, a, a NBA was over the weekend. So let's start yeah. off with the NBA. Did you watch any of it?
1: Oh, yeah. I watched it. I watched the whole thing, basically,
0: yeah. Oh, that's cool. What, what'd you think of uh I mean, you could talk about anyone you'd like, but obviously, yeah. Chris Bosch with your Big Three. What'd you think about his speech?
1: I thought it was really great. I wanted him to go a little bit uh, longer, you was know, only like 17 minutes. Uh, mm-hmm. I forget, some old dude, Bob Lanier maybe, he went like – I think he went like 30 minutes, and he was just talking nonsense. Uh, I forget – I think it was him. But no, uh, I mean, honestly, Victor, I thought Paul Pierce. I thought his speech was really well too.
0: Yeah, um, so did yeah, I. So did I, honestly. I like- thought
1: he was actually – like, you know, he was – Humble, poking fun at himself a little bit, and like actually not being like a pain in the ass. And so that was nice to see. Like you know, uh, I was happy for Chris Weber. Mm-hmm. Um The Ben bolt Ball- the Ben Wallace speech was very odd. Um, I, I don't know what that was about. Really, it was a little weird. Yeah,
0: um, yeah, um, it was a little. Yeah,
1: yeah, I don't know what, whatever. Um, but you know, good for him. <laughs> but no, the, I thought the Chris Bosh performance really well. Uh, he touched everything. Like you know about his career. And I thought what he said, obviously, about, you know, him had to retire. I thought he said that really well and, you know, just try to make a positive out of that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I thought I thought it was really well, yeah.
0: Yeah, Max, I, I completely agree. I didn't watch all of it. I, I watched the big ones like Bosh, like Wallace, which, by the way, shout out Ben Wallace, first undrafted player to ever get inducted into the NBA Hall See, of Fame.
1: I, I don't want to be the skunk at the garden party with him, but out of everybody there, I don't think he's a Hall of Famer really yeah if you if you look at his career he started in orlando for two three years didn't play at all. it all he was in that uh grant hill trade from orlando to uh detroit sign trade and he only really had three to four years in detroit where he was i like, got his prime and then after that went to the bulls was awful cavalier's awful but then for the pistons for a couple of years back to detroit and then yeah I, I i don't know i thought that was a but, you know, you can't be saying that when it's a 1st undrafted player. You know, I don't want to be the asshole, but I wouldn't have voted him as a Hall of Famer.
0: Okay, so I'm pulling up his stats real quick. I, I, I just want to go through everyone else. Um, You know, Paul Pierce, I was very – I was pleasantly surprised, Max, because I, I really didn't want him to make an ass of himself or make it all about him. That weekend, like, like me and you even talked about that stupid fucking article that he wrote about yeah. himself, where he was like, Paul Pierce uh, w- yeah. was always underrated, and he talked about himself uh, being underappreciated and all that. And I was like, dude, I really don't dude. want that at the Hall yeah, of Fame. Yeah, he's going
1: to the Hall of Fame, dude. Like, you know? Yeah,
0: <laughs> exactly. But uh, I thought his speech was very well. Obviously, Chris Bosh I really liked. I, I, I played part of it at the beginning of the show chris weber i really liked how he brought up the fab five max because again if you know the history about him about the fab five his calling a timeout when they didn't have any timeouts left tormented him for years hasn't gone back to that, the school that,
1: that's so bullshit by the way how he got blamed for that when oh i, I know it, it's so clear the bench, single but to yep. do it and you, you see a teammate do that. You're like, okay, yeah, we got a timeout left.
0: Yeah. Huh. No, yeah, I know. It's, no, it's, I, 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 I completely I, I, agree. I
1: feel bad for him. yeah, I think, too, he was a college kid doing with that shit, you know, on the biggest stage of it all. That's from college basketball. It's college basketball. Too.
0: Yeah. No, I, I completely agree, Max. I completely agree. I, you watch that video. You see that tape. There's... I want to say there's two guys in the video, Max, telling him to yeah, call a timeout. There, I, there's definitely
1: one, like the, the backup center was, you know, going like this, and they zoom in on it. Yep. And yeah, I mean, you know, your panic situation, you see that, you're calling timeout.
0: Yeah. Now the only thing I'll never understand, and, and again, you could even point out that his teammates failed to help him out, is why was he dribbling up the ball? Like he's obviously not a ball handler. I don't understand why he was. Dribbling up the court and then went into the corner where he was trapped. That's that's well, my well, only thing.
1: Believe it or not, Victor, the one who re- him and Jalen Rose really ran their offense because Weber was one of those first first guys to really you know be like a point power uh, forward whatever, and Jalen Rose was the point guard.
0: I knew Jalen Rose was the point guard, but I I did not know yeah, no
1: Weber. Weber ran some of the offense, too, but, I mean, one, he got called for a travel, too, and that would have been a lot easier, so, if, you know. Well,
0: no, he didn't get called for the travel, but <laughs> yeah. traveled, so. yeah, yeah.
1: And then, yeah, that was, I don't know, that was just, I think they were just panicking, really, but, no, let's go back to the uh, whole thing.
0: Yeah, uh, Ben Wallace, though, Max, I mean, listen, his career, he averaged under six points, so, I stats alone, Max, I understand what you're saying, but then you read off some of his accomplishments, four-time All-Star, five-time All-NBA, four-time Defensive Player of the Year, six-time All-Defensive Team. He was a champion on that Detroit Pistons team that no one expected a title run out of. They, they were underdogs to that Lakers team, Shaq and Kobe. They were able to get it done. I mean, Ben Wallace has to be one of the best defensive players to ever play the game, Max. So you really still don't think he deserved?
1: Yeah. Uh, the NBA gave him kind of the, uh, the Kobe treatment towards the end of his Pistons run with the Defense Player of the Year, with the uh, with All-NBA team like Kobe did towards the end of his career. But I, it's just – I just don't think – when I think of Hall of Famers, I just don't think I'm going to kind of tell my kids about Ben Wallace and he was just a really good defender. That like He had no offensive game.
0: Okay, that – well, yeah, no know, offensive it, game. I just said – So
1: it, it was just like – and I just felt like his, his runner is very short, his absolute prime.
0: But yeah, I mean, okay.
1: I, I'm not going to argue with people that he's not a Hall of Famer. It's just – I don't know. I, I just feel like they're – you know, they want the underrated – not the underrated, the underrated story, and, you know, it sells and yada, yada, but, you know, who, yeah. the, hell, who the hell am I to say now?
0: No, 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 but just to go off of your point too, never averaged over 10 points per game. And obviously it wasn't his strength. Uh, there were seasons that he averaged fifteen point four rebounds per game and everything, and like I said, great defender. But I understand your point as well, Max. Like, do you automatically think of Hall of Fame when you think of Ben Wallace? And and I I get that I do. But overall, no, I I thought it was a it was a nice ceremony, and uh, I I really liked what the big time names had to say. I really did. And then finally, Max. Uh, Again, we're kind of in a dry spell right now in the NBA season. I feel like every time I hear them talking, and when I say them, I mean sports Center or First Take or any of the big-time sports, it's all about, are the Lakers too old? Are the Lakers too old? But, yes,
1: yeah. They got nothing to talk about. <laughs> yeah,
0: but John Wall and the Rockets have agreed to try to figure out a trade. Max, any teams in mind come... Any teams in mind... When you think about John Wall being a good fit, because I'll, I'll be honest with you, I, I'm kind of tired of hearing about John Wall. I, I think that he's a name more than anything else Um, at this point of his career. I, I feel that you've disagreed with me in the past on this, but is there anyone in particular that you think he'd be a good fit for? Uh,
1: Yeah, I don't think he's going to get traded. Two years, 91000000 million. I'd be stunned if he's getting traded. Yeah, but you didn't contract. see
0: that report where... Houston and him talked about. Uh, yeah, no, I
1: saw a report. Trade. I, what I will would assume to me that they were looking for a trade partner, but I think it's going to end up in a buyout. Okay, with them. But if he's getting bought out, yeah, I wrote just last week about. I think if Victor Oladipo for Miami gets a setback or it doesn't look right, I think Miami a good place for him. I I think if I'm John Wall, I'm I want to do the Derrick Rose what he's been doing, coming off the bench, putting up points for you know teams and getting your career back on track a little bit. I know, you know, to me he's to me he still runs well. I just watched some of his highlights uh I think on the 7th. He still got a quick first step, but, you know, it's not like he was when he was, you know, prime John Wall. He's still, you know, John Wall is still a decent defender when he wants to be. He's people forget. He's like 6 he's almost 6'5". Big muscular, athletic. Um but the names of teams I mentioned Dallas before, I think Clippers should look at him. I think New Orleans should look at him. I, who the hell is New Orleans point guards? Griffin, or not Griffin, uh, Devontae Graham. I mean, I'd get another. I like John Wall there for trying to win for Zion sooner rather than later. Um, uh, yeah, but other than that, he doesn't really have much of a market right now. And I, I, I think if I'm him, I want to go to contender and be a backup point off on a contending team.
0: Yeah, Max, I I think that you make a good point. And even though the Rockets and Wall came out and said or came to an agreement, uh, my apologies, about figuring out a trade partner, uh, you're right. He has a terrible contract. He's an aging veteran that has had an injury past. I really don't know if they'll be able to get much, if anything, in return for him. No,
1: I don't think that contract is too big. And what, what players do you really want?
0: Well, exactly. But I think that the Nuggets could be a possible fit, especially oh, yeah. with uh, Jamal Murray uh, tearing his ACL. Uh, the Pelicans, the Spurs, I think that uh, they could possibly use him. But I think the best fit is the Clippers. Because again, we've talked about how the Clippers and the the point guard and what's the what's the worst that can happen? Again, to me, with Kawhi coming back, if Kawhi was healthy last season, the Clippers are making the not only making the finals, but winning it all against the Bucs. So why not take a flyer on John Wall, especially if it's a buyout option. If it, obviously they don't they don't have much to trade, but to me, it's not gonna take much to trade for John Wall.
1: Yeah, I just, I really just think he's gonna be another guy where he might play the first week of the, or first two weeks and then, you know, show teams, all right, look, I'm healthy, I'm in shape, yada, yada. Like, you know, basically what OKC did without Horford, they, he played two months and then they sat him for the whole year, but I think John Wall wants to play. He's not that old yet, but, you know, John Wall needs to show, he's for another contract after this one, especially if he's getting bought out. So, I mean, look at their bros. What do you get, like three years, 50 mil or something, 40 mil? Yeah. If I'm John Wall, I'm looking for something like that, you know. I'm looking to play the first month of the season so everybody I can still play. You know, I still look good, yada, yada, sit out, train, you know. Dude, John- if I have to and then get on contender and then try to, you know, get, get, a, get like a Derrick Rose deal type thing.
0: Yeah, I guess it's not impossible to follow the path that Derrick Rose has set. But, you know, Max, he's only 31. Yeah. And I don't know why. I just felt that he was a lot older and in the league a lot longer than what he what he actually – I mean, he's been in the league for 10 years now. So he came into the league when he was 20. That That's pretty young. But yeah. but I, I don't know. Maybe it's just the injuries and stuff. I thought he was a lot older. But, but, yeah, Max, I don't think that he can be a focal point. I don't know if he was ever truly a focal point on the team. Yes, he had some good seasons. With the Wizards, but to say that he was a number one, I don't think um, would be justified. I, I I really think that he would benefit from a Derrick Rose path and going to a contender and helping out any way that he could, providing something off the bench. Um, and again, just resetting his career and hoping to get a second win, a, a refresh.
1: Yeah, I mean, I didn't think Philly would be something to consider. I, I was going to
0: say that too, Max. I I think that whether yeah. Ben Simmons is there or not, but he's a
1: clutch. He's a clutch guy too, though, and that's that's going to get ugly in Philly with clutching them. So you know, I don't
0: I don't think that's going to be in the cards, dude. Speaking of Philly and Ben Simmons, did you did you see Shaq call out yeah. Ben Simmons? And I couldn't no, even I, agree I with him that. more.
1: I love that because I don't know if you I don't know who you follow on Twitter, but my Twitter. You know, I, I follow a lot of, like, you know, NBA nerds or whatever. And they always – every year they bitch and moan about Charles and Shaq and I should be on there because I actually know the game and I, you know, talk about sats and real plus minus and all that shit. All they do is – I'm like, listen, if you're going on TNT to actual, for actual analysis from Shaq and all of them, then you're watching the wrong show. Like, this show has been a hit for years. What they're good at is telling you when star players or superstars aren't living up to expectations and, yeah, he's being soft right now. That's why you have them on the show because yeah, they know not, what it is call about friends, being a star, superstar type player. Not these little nerds on Twitter telling me this is not proper analysis. They're not even explaining the game right. They're just making fun of it. Well, then go listen to a podcast then if you want that analysis. I but no, I love when Shaq said that There's not a lot of guys say that anymore. Every everybody you know wants a pat on the back all the time now. Huh? Well, like you know, Ben Simmons, he does everything well, but shoot. Okay, well, I mean, you can't shoot playing basketball. Then no, what's the point?
0: No, I completely agree, Max, and, and I'll I'll go off of your point about I, – I love – I think the players – I'm sorry. I think the analysts that provide the best and most intelligent analysis is former players. But here's the thing. Former players that actually were, were at least good in their relative sport. I mean, Shaq was dominant. Barkley was one of the best players in the league during this time, right? I can't stand... And this is my biggest problem with like ESPN nowadays. Dude, why am I listening to Dan Orlovsky? And I'm not saying that it doesn't take a level of skill to make the NFL, right? A level of knowledge. I get that, right? But Dan Orlovsky was like the quarterback for the Lions when they went on 16 Not all 16 games, okay? But why am I listening to him, a nobody, during his playing career now as... An analyst. Like, that's why you gotta take what Shaq in, uh, says into consideration, what Barkley says into consideration. Because those guys dominated. Those guys were at the height of their sport, and now they're commenting. Now they're breaking it down for you. Who else would know it better? Who Who else would know it like they do?
1: Yeah, no, especially, like, you know, like I said before about players shy, shy, uh, being shy around the moment. And, you know... Got to have a bucket here, yada, yada. That's when you want them describing what they're going through. And, oh, he didn't show up right now. But, you know, if you want actual analysis on, though, you want Barclay and Shaq breaking out a game, what set plays, this and that, whatever. Remember, I think I went on about it during the, the winter, but remember when uh, people on Twitter were just losing their mind over Candace Parker going at Shaq?
0: Yes, 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 yeah.
1: He was 100% right. But, you know, since no, nobody wanted to say a word about Candace Parker, and she was just like, well, you know, NBA big men—they shoot threes now, so you gotta get out there. And Shaq was like, well, just because they shoot threes, that is—that that, just because you're shooting threes, that doesn't mean they're going in. Yeah. How many times does Russell Westbrook shoot threes, and the defense is like, oh, thank God.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you
1: know what I mean? And but like NBA, it's like, oh, can it's for going at Shaq? No, back in Shaq's day, I, I know this is like old time, but like Shaq—that's not Shaq's NBA of going out to perimeter and guarding guys. So he's like, why the hell is everybody guarding each other out there when, they, when they're when they shooting 32% from three? Yeah, go ahead and make them shoot. I'll get the rebound.
0: Yeah, yeah exactly.
1: You know, since, since it's, you know, let's just say what it is. Since it's a, a, a famous WNBA player, that's a girl, nobody wants to say, oh, you know, what the hell is she talking about? Yeah. Everybody, the- that, that still pisses me off to this day. I don't know why. It just annoyed the shit out of me because everyone's trying to come at Shaq. Yeah, oh, Shaq's function it right. You shoot 30% from three. Why is your big man leaving the paint to go out to guard Go ahead and shoot it. I'll get the rebound. We got a fast break going. Yeah. I, I just don't I don't understand what's going on in the sports world anymore.
0: No no, I completely agree, Max. And here's the thing. If he shoots it and makes it, okay. Chances are I'm gonna yeah. let him take the same shot over and over because I know his percentage isn't that good. Listen, if you have a player shooting at a high three point percentage for the season or for their career, okay, yeah, obviously you go out and Guard them, but yeah. If it's that's a,
1: what he said. Like he goes, like a guy like Jokic I would. But other than that who in the NBA shoot threes? That's a good center. Yeah, exactly. You know what like, I mean? Like, exactly. Just, you know I, I don't know why that pissed me off so much.
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I completely agree. Again, back in Shaq's time, big men didn't shoot threes, and if they did, it, it was like a uh, once every couple of year type event, type of thing. But I I I completely agree with you. And I think that those guys and, – and, Max, just to go back on the 76ers real quick, you know, this is a couple weeks old now, right? But it just hit me. Joel Embiid, right, coming out and, I guess, defending Ben Simmons by calling out the fans and everything. You know, who is Joel Embiid to be calling out Philadelphia fans? I mean, remember, Max, Philadelphia fans have been around for a while. These are the same fans that booed Santa Claus, that threw snowballs at him. Why is an NBA player, yes, a very good NBA player, right? But part of a team that's underperformed ever since he got into the league. Why does he think he has the right to say that Philadelphia fans should be better when he himself and his teams haven't been better? I like I don't know why it just dawned on me, but I realized that Joel Embiid really just needs to keep his mouth shut. And go out there and perform.
1: I mean, I, I get where you're coming from. And I kind of get where he's coming from as well.
0: Okay, because dude. Yes, it. Philadelphia fans are barbarians. Yes.
1: Well, no, no, no. He He's comparing. he. What he did was classic LeBron James. I've seen this for years. Passive aggressiveness. He's trying to defend Ben Simmons. Like, with the fans. But yet, yeah, well, look at me. I got booed because, you know, I sat out my first year. I was... You know, when I was going to win rookie of the year, I sat out and they told me to improve my game and get healthy. But you know what I did? I went in the gym and worked on it. You know, what's that saying? Ben Simmons, work on it so you stop getting booed. I think he was contradicting himself. Okay. All
0: right. Yeah, I get that. So I
1: I think that's where he's trying to come from. Saying, you know, I got booed all the time my first two years when I wasn't playing. And, you know, I played thirty games my first NBA season. And, you know, everyone's, oh, what the hell, Joel? You're supposed to be the process. You're supposed to be the final piece. And then, you know, he got healthy. Another thing about M B, you know, remember when he was at Kansas, he had broke his foot and he was going to be the first overall pick. And if I would have told you now, he'd be healthy. He's been pretty healthy most of his career. You know, he yeah, oh. he misses game staying there. But for longevity-wise, he's there when it matters oh, for the no, most part.
0: No, 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 I, no. I, I, if I said injury-wise, I, I'm I, – No, no,
1: I'm just saying just in hindsight –
0: Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, No, no, no. So yeah. I think
1: that's where he's coming from. Just like he's – I feel like he's annoyed at the fans. Like, you know, he's trying to like protect his boy, Ben Simmons, but it's not really his boy. And at the same time, he's taking a shot at Ben like, bro, they, they gave me shit about it. I went to the gym. I found doctors. I got healthy. You know, yada, yada. Why can't – you can't – dude, you, you, all you have to do is shoot. Like, and is from uh, another country. He learned how to play <laughs> – shoot a basketball. He he said this too. Watching, He typed in white kids shooting threes. All he did was watch white kids shoot No, <laughs> so he did. He, he said it on the Loach podcast before.
0: No, that's Simmons that's can, great. I ben didn't Simmons. know that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And so it's, he's like, you know, Embiid is, you know, from another country, and he learned how to shoot, and Ben Simmons can't. And mind you, Simmons, I mean, Embiid started playing basketball at the age of like 15.
0: All right. This is going to sound really bad. Next. Yaounde, Cameroon? Yeah, that's where he's from. Yeah, Yeah. that's where he's from. I never heard of it, though. Yeah. But, but, no, that's that's a great story. I never knew that's how Joel Embiid learned how to play basketball. That's great. But, no, yeah, so I just wanted to bring that up because it really rubbed me the wrong way. And, of course, anytime the Mets pick fights with their fans, it's front page stuff. But Philly did the same thing. And, oh, it's not news. But, anyway, I digress. Um, Max. Uh, Speaking of MLB, uh, you got anything else to say about NBA? No, no, I got a
1: couple, couple weeks, I'm sure I will, but not
0: now. Yeah, I know, I know. Max, MLB, also Hall of Fame ceremony. I did not watch much of it. I watched Jeter, did you?
1: Um, yeah, I watched a little bit of Jeter, but that, that's really about it, to be honest with you.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm well-deserving, and and I can't believe that I completely forgot it. I loved how Jeter took a shot at the baseball rider. I completely forgot that all but one rider voted in Derek Jeter. I, I, hate, I hate baseball riders sometimes, and they're stupid, old-school ways, and, and I know, oh, old school sport, oh, Victor, you're so... No, but baseball writers are really fucking annoying with that shit, dude. Like, the fact that some people... I mean, it finally changed once Mariano was inducted, but they were like, oh, well, Mickey Mantle and Babe Ruth didn't get 100%. Yeah, well, that doesn't mean that no player from then on can't get 100%. Whoever didn't vote Babe Ruth into the Hall of Fame is a complete moron. I mean, come on now. But... But that's besides the point. I don't have much about the MLB, uh, much to say. We'll we'll do a little bit of a postseason preview just a couple weeks but because this season is winding down. But my Mets, man. I mean, only they could take such an exciting, such an emotional, great win against the Yankees. Lindor... Three home runs, silencing Giancarlo Stanton after the benches cleared, which I fucking hate the benches cleared saying because no teams actually ever do anything. They just just talk in each other's faces. There's no fights or anything, but only the Mets can turn such a great win and then come back flat the next two nights. You would think that that was their spark. That would propel them into the playoffs, but no, I'm done. I've been done. They are a disgrace. I want half the team, half the offense gone next season. They got to bring back Stroman because he's a stud. But I'm so sick and tired of them. And look at the Yankees. They're right back into the think of things. Uh, after that terrible loss, they won their last two games. And, and they're perfectly fine. But no, the Mets The Mets win the game. And, and it's like they're cursed. I, I swear to God, I can't handle them. But they did do a very nice... 9-11 pre-game ceremony, and it was a great Subway Series. Uh All three games were very exciting to watch. I, I watched most, if not all of it. And, yeah, Max, you got anything to say about baseball?
1: <laughs> yeah, I was actually happy about – I mean, I know Stanton, you know, got the – or Lendore got the last laugh. But, you know, I've, I've been saying this for a long time. I've wanted more douchebags on the Yankees. And thank God Stanton started to do something.
0: Dude, you know, you know so what? Oh, cool. I
1: appreciate that. No, I just appreciate that, that, you know, the Yankees are being douchebagged again. Instead of this, you know, Aaron Judge era Yankees when everyone's just nice and happy to be here. And Brett Gardner gets to hit his helmet on top of a, like a jackass.
0: Dude, Brett Gardner, I mean. The, he sucks.
1: I, I can't stand his ass. Man. I don't want to hear any more. I don't want to hear Yankees fans any fucking more about that guy. The well, he, he was a championship experience. He was a fucking pinch runner. What does that mean?
0: <laughs> the amount of forehead space that man has I think, is... Yeah,
1: he's a loser. Fuck him. I can't yeah. stand his ass. Get him yeah. off the fucking team. But,
0: dude, it's funny you say that, Max, because it was as recent as 2017 when they went to the ALCS? 2018, maybe? And yeah, I think it
1: was 17.
0: I, yeah, 2017, I'm sorry. And I was like, wow, this is the most likable Yankee team that I think I've ever seen. And then... I saw John Carl Stanton Sunday night, and I don't know what changed. Maybe it was the heat of the moment. I was like, "God, this guy's a fucking douchebag." And then, of course, Chapman. I'm not a fan of. So it's starting. The, I think the ties are starting to change, Max. I, I, I think you're right. There's there's a couple of douchebags on this team, and they they're starting to have yeah, an attitude like to Cole. them. I
1: don't. Garrett Cole gets fired up easily. Yeah, so well, Garrett Cole is also a
0: bitch. But anyway, um, Max. Um, Let's move on to some football, and obviously week one is in the books, my oh, Giants.
1: Yeah, can, I, can I change my Packers for the, uh, the Super Bowl pick?
0: Yeah, dude, um, I actually um might be on board for that too because I have them losing to the Chiefs, but I have them representing the NFC, and I'll be honest with you, after week one, I, I, I really am – I, mean, I don't
1: want to overact, but Devontae Adams is like, yeah, that was kind of weird. It felt like everybody just quit. I'm like, oh, God.
0: Yeah, this, that that's what the, you really want to hear. Dance. Yeah. I thought this would
1: be like the last dance. Like, you know, them just saying F you to the whole front office. But I don't know what's going on. I mean, it's only week one. You know, we got to relax a little bit, but
0: man. But, well, well I, I have a take on the Packers, Max, but I first want to ask you, and, and we're not going to do this week by week, obviously, but it was the first weekend of football. Uh, first week of football. So I just wanted to ask you broadly, were there any takeaways? Now, you said your are Packers. Was there anything else you wanted to say or that really stuck out to you?
1: Uh, Yeah, I mean, I ripped kind of the Cardinals apart and
0: Kyle Murray went off. <laughs> hey, yeah, that was another thing that I was wrong about too, Max. So don't worry, I'm right there with you. But Max, the Packers, you know, It took me a day or two after their blowout loss to the Saints to be like, you know, why did I think – I questioned myself. I was like, why did I think everything was going to be just completely fine with this team? Because think about, Max, your leader, the Packers leader, the Packers quarterback, the Packers supposed to be captain Aaron Rodgers put the organization on blast, right? And I even said that there was no coming back from it, right? I said that they had to trade him. And then they got to a point where they mutually agreed to a deal where at the end of this season, Rodgers and the Packers would work out a trade, right? I don't know why I thought that after that, Everything was going to just be easy peasy. I I don't know why I thought things were going to get back to normal. That without a doubt had a lasting impact on the organization, on Rodgers, on his relationship with the team, with the head coach. I mean, Max, just this past Sunday, Aaron Andrews had a one-on-one with Rodgers where he continued to talk about the issues. Rodgers, I'm sorry. I love you. I do. And I, I was on your side 99%. But at some point, dude, you just got to let it be. You just got to put it behind you and be like, okay, you know what? I'm all in on the Packers this season because I, I, I we came to an agreement, right? But again, I find myself asking myself, why did I? I mean, this is the same man that doesn't talk to his family. He's... I don't know if petty is the right word, but he holds grudges, Max, and he still has a major grudge against this team. Now, here's the thing I I don't think is excuse. I, I think this is inexcusable. There's no argument for whatsoever. I understand you being upset with front office calling out the organization, right? It's not your teammate's fault. Like, he... Uh, to many people he quit on sunday and i just feel so bad for his teammates the rest of the team and I, I don't know i was just really disgusted by it all but then i was like why did i expect everything to be fine max do you think that this relation like like again it was week 1 but do you think that this is going to be a continuing trend like like uh, because here's the other side of it i mean remember the Saints blew out the Buccaneers, maybe not blown out, it wasn't as ugly, but they dominated the Bucks last year in Brady's first game, and look how that season ended. So do, do you think that I'm overreacting with Rodgers and the relationship, or do you think this is a sign of things to come for this Packers team?
1: I feel like, you know, with the, you know, the Tampa Bay thing, I feel like it was just like a new team. Everybody was getting to know each other. Green Bay didn't really – what moves did they really make in the offseason? That it was like – you know, I feel like they have the same team as last year, no?
0: No, they do. They do. And Essentially, so, yeah, uh, they, they signed just, Randall just, Cobb.
1: Uh, brought him back. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I thought it was just very odd. But did, this might be just a weird year. I could see Aaron Rodgers either. I think it's going to get either both ways. Either he says you" to management and, like, you know what, guys? What's win-win for all of us? And, you know, we, we all go separate ways. Or it's like, you know what? F you guys that he just does what he wants and they lose. But I don't think, I don't know. I think we're all going to be end up overreacting in the end, but it's just a vibe on that team. That, that's just not looked good from the head coach down.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. Agreed. And, and I really don't think that either side gains anything from not competing at a high level. Like, like, again, if Rodgers wants plenty of suitors, I, I'm not saying that one bad year would completely turn off teams, but I, I'm sure Rodgers wants to go out there and have another MVP-like performance and and show yeah. everyone that he's not done. And, and like you said, Max, I just expected a complete fuck you right from the start like it was yeah. last season after they drafted Jordan Love. But I, I don't know, dude. I really think that... I think that they'll still be a good team, but I think that there will be always I, – I, I truly think that they need to air their grievances, like like team only. Like I'm not saying like front yeah. office needs to come down and all that. I just think that the 53 – I thought they
1: already did. I thought they already did. So did I'm they? Why. Yeah, I thought they didn't – uh, train camp and Rodgers is there. Uh, I thought that's – I thought that's what –
0: I mean, if they did, there's still some un- yeah. unspoken tension because he, well, he's
1: another guy too, Victor. That's passive aggressive, Rogers. Well,
0: I, I I said I'm I'm not sure if you cut out for this, Max, but it, I mean, the man doesn't even talk to his family.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm not. <laughs> that that is true. I don't, you know, we don't really know about the whole yeah thing. But um, yeah, he he is just. I mean. I'm pretty good at, you know, I'm not good at a lot of things in life, but I'm pretty good when people are, you know, passive-aggressive. Yeah. I, I can spot that out pretty well. But, yeah, yeah he, he's an all-time passive-aggressive guy.
0: Yeah. Now, uh, Max, everything else, uh, I'll, I'll, I'm i just going to throw this out there, Max, just because I, I felt so good for him after what happened in Buffalo, after what happened in Cleveland where his own doctor oh, ma- yeah. made huh. him injured, right? Tyrod Taylor leading the, and the Texans to a win against the Jacksonville Jaguars again. I'm not saying it was the 85 Bears or anything like that, but good for Tyrod Taylor. You knew that had to feel good, and and then my final broad take of Week One, Max. And and uh, again, it's only Week One, right? So I'm not I'm not yeah. freaking out about anything. And if you have any thoughts on your Jets, I mean, my Giants were just just show, top to bottom. Max, I. I didn't watch all the games full, obviously. Yeah. I didn't come away like seasons past where I was like, there's a chance this team could go 0 16 or this season 0 17. Like, I feel like there's been times in the past couple of seasons, whether it's been the Bills when Vontae Davis quit at half, or retired at halftime. Or <laughs> the Dolphins a couple years back, or um, you know I, I forget what the Jets did last season, but you know I, nothing happened on Sunday where I was like, "Wow, this team is really, really bad." Now, now again, the Falcons and Giants put in some piss poor performances, but I They're I don't win a
1: game, yeah,
0: yeah, ex- exactly, exactly, so. That that was my biggest brawl because like there's been times where I was like, holy shit, that was an ugly game or wow, this team there's a good chance yeah. that they lose every game.
1: Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you. It seems like teams are a lot more. Everybody got a little bit better, but you know, like we said, it's week one. I, but I, I but if I did that, I don't think a team's gonna go not win a game this year.
0: Dude, I he, I, I, I wouldn't bet that either, Max. But he, here's the thing too. Nothing pisses me off more, and, and it doesn't happen all that often. But I hate the predictions where it's like the Buccaneers and seventeen and zero are a realistic goal. Oh yeah, and it's like, dude, just shut up, please. Like,
1: yeah, that's that's my Greenberg on ESPN. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. I, I just I, I can't. But
1: no, um, just a real quick catch recap. I, you know, I was impressed with Wilson first half. You know, I mean, the whole game he got his ass kicked, but you know, he got up, he didn't complain, threw two touchdowns, threw an interception that was shitty, but you know, rookie quarterback, you deal with it. Yeah, uh, you know, th- thank the Lord, Makai Beckton is out for the year. I thought he was. He's only out in six weeks. I mean, their line sucks anyway, so it's still going to be bad. But you know, long term, uh, the defense played really good in the second half. Uh, they, you know, they didn't do anything. Carolina was just playing safe the whole second half, honestly. On, um, but yeah, I, I think I still think the Jets won probably four or five games. But no, I, I was impressed with Wilson again. Only one game, but I was really impressed with this. You know, the way he was throwing the football. Just a lot of angles. You know, he was running. He was running right, and then, you know, do the Derek Jeter throw across his potty, tight end, down the middle. Like, he was doing a lot of shit like that. But no, I was really
0: impressed. Yeah, Max, I I didn't get to watch much of the Jets game, but uh, two things. One, uh, I think Zach Wilson, on his first touchdown throw, showed you his mobility and his ability to make plays uh, on the go. And I, I thought that was... Promising. Also, like you said, he was taking on beating all game and almost rallied them uh, yep. late in the game. So that was promising. But Max, I, you know, I, I do feel for you guys because as a Mets fan, I, I understand too. You know, finally a, a great play happens. You guys score for the first time of the season in the game, right? Your best player gets injured. Like, yeah. you just yep. can't make it up type of thing.
1: No, yeah, that Victor trust me, when I when I when everybody was jumping up and down, I'm like, What my and then literally three seconds later, Makai Becton's on the ground. I'm like, Are you effing kidding me?
0: Yeah. Can't but, make this
1: shit up, but yeah, yeah and, he's he's only out six weeks, thank
0: God. Well, again, I thought it was a torn ACL or something. Yep. The fact that it was yep. a dislocated knee, uh just count your blessings, yeah. But but again, yeah. it, it's just gonna be a rough time for him, especially with Becton yeah. now out because the offensive line really did struggle. Um yeah. And then That right side needs to be fixed ASAP. Yeah. Um, but Max, real quick, uh, I actually went to the game for the Giants. My parents went, went with the entire family and my sister's boyfriend. Uh, shout out my dad and mom for putting together a great tailgate. Um, and I'm thankful that uh, somebody showed up and put together a great performance because the Giants uh, didn't get the memo that the season uh. started And they looked terrible in every single fucking facet of the game. I mean, the offense, again, you know what really upsets me is that going into it, I was so nervous and so unconfident about the offensive line that, like, I don't know if I should be more worried. The fact that the offensive line wasn't the problem. It was everything else around them. like. Like the, I was so concerned about the offensive line that I completely forgot that the Goblin is still the offensive play uh, offensive play caller for the Giants It's still the offensive coordinator and Jason Garrett. I, I I can't stand, dude. I saw the best name for him the Clapper. I thought that was hysterical. Yeah. The Clapper. I've been calling
1: in the Clapper for about two years. Yeah,
0: yeah. But I mean, the defense could not get off the field on third down. There was a lack of a pass rush, and then Joe Judge. I've been the biggest Joe Judge fan. You gotta know in year two as a head coach that you can't challenge a scoring play. Now, it didn't matter at the end of the game, but you cost your team a timeout. That can't happen, Judge. Did
1: you hear what he he said, why he did that?
0: I I saw that he knew the rules, but why, why did he do it?
1: He said he wanted their attention.
0: Okay. So right.
1: Yeah, when he said that I was just like, uh Isn't there any isn't there a better way you can get attention without yeah, like you you waste that time out? Like run on the field. You know, make a scene.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly, exactly. But uh yeah, so I, I don't wanna continue to go off on it but But no
1: no, but real quick at the yeah. tailgate, what 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 was your drink of choice?
0: Oh dude, I'm glad you asked this because I wanted to ask you. So I actually only had one beer and it was a corona light. Okay. But Max, um even if you don't go to the game itself, do you like drinking for your team games?
1: Uh I know I'll be honest with you, not really. I don't like I mean what <sighs> If I was at tailgate, I feel like I would drink a little bit more. I mean, like even on Sundays, like when the Jets play, I don't. I I usually just peg out my food, and like when if, if the heat if the Heat play, I just usually you know watch the game. I don't really. No, I don't. I don't usually drink when no, I don't usually drink when my team plays.
0: Yeah, no, Max. Because I, I want I I was gonna say first off, I was with my family, so I'm not gonna get bombed with my yeah. family. God forbid <laughs> I have two beers and my mom wants to sign me up for AA. But, <laughs> but, but, um, I'll be honest with you. Parties, yes. Bars, yes. Concerts, yes. Um, I've drank for movies, uh, both, uh, in living rooms and at the movie theater. Right. When it comes to my team, I, I don't need to drink. I, I don't need to go to a sporting event and drink or yeah. or get drunk because I I actually want to enjoy the game and focus on it. So when I see people like getting bombed at tailgates, like. I you know teach their own. I, I don't really care, but for me, I, I'm just not a big drinker, and yeah. and especially at home too. I, I never drink for the game. Yeah. But yeah, I, I'm I'm the same with you, Max. Like I'll pig out on the food. I'll 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 yeah. I'll get in. I'll go into a food coma with how yeah. much I eat. But in terms of drinking, I really don't have a need for it. Yeah. But um. But yeah, that that was my take. And then I, I mean, fi- finally, Max. Just just last thing because. I just, I said to my dad, right, year 22, opening the season as defending Super Bowl champion, right? Tom Brady leading his team down, final game winning field goal in the final seconds. I mean, it, it, it can't, it, like really, he needs to retire for us to really appreciate the greatness that we've been able to watch for as long as we have been able to. Yeah, you knew that was going to happen. Yeah, no, once, once they left over a minute on the clock, I was like, Brady's got this. But yep. um, looking ahead at week two, Max, um, I'm taking a look. I mean, obviously, I got my Giants playing in a critical divisional game. You know, is is there any game that you are really looking forward to? The Raiders-Steelers could be a, a good game. The Steelers and Raiders really came away with um, – surprising uh, victories, the Raiders against the Ravens Monday night, Steelers against the Bills on the road, Saints and Panthers. That could be a good game. Jameis Winston, five touchdowns, less than 150 passing yards. Um, Max, anything that you're really looking for in week two?
1: Yeah, I got two games that I am going to keep an eye out for. The Saints-Panthers, you know, for what you said about Jameis, and, you know, Carolina getting a win. I want to see if they're for real or not. Or if you see, it, both teams are really for real. Uh, and then the Bills Dolphins. I know that's kind of a hand game, but just for the division's sake, I want to. You know, I don't. I don't like the Dolphins. The Bills. I think that Bills fan base, by the annoyingest fan base in the world, or for football at least, they. They. You know, I, I see a lot of girls liking Bills or the big Bills fans upstate for some reason. Don't know. How, don't know how that came from. Uh. And yeah, this. I mean, I. I don't know how many times can you break a table and everyone loses their mind, dude.
0: I, I know. Just, no, dude. I don't
1: understand that. I I just don't. But <laughs> I think yeah, I want to see two against Buffalo because I didn't get to watch the four fifteen game against the Pats. That's one game. That's honestly the only game I didn't really pay attention to, or I, I couldn't watch it. But um, yeah, it seemed like to me Tua just kind of was average. So I, I you know I want to see if he's good or not.
0: Yeah, Max. Can I just? I'm gonna say the Bills are like the frat team.
1: Oh, they're an the annoying. NFL. NFL. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, because I, I couldn't agree with you more, Max. Like, how many times can you break a fucking table, jump into a table, and people lose their minds over it? I, I just don't understand. But, yeah, I don't.
1: It's just That fan base is just... I mean, especially upstate. These fans are just annoying as hell.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and here's the best part, Max. I mean, not the best part. Because I kind of do fe- feel bad for them. Uh, especially a passion fan base. Even though they're morons. But... Could you imagine if Buffalo lost the Bills? Oh yeah, I mean, that suck. Yeah, but that's their pride and joy. Yeah, no, I mean they don't they don't really have anything else going on up there, but um, all right, Max. Let's uh, speaking of week two, let's get into our um games, our game picks, and Max. Last week, I'm doing the math right now. You went. Seven and eight, no seven and nine, seven and nine because sixteen games. Yeah, you went seven and nine, seven and nine, and I went nine and seven because where we differed is with the Chargers, Washington, and Texans, Jaguars, and Bengals, Vikings, and you got the Bengals one right while I sure. got the Chargers, Texans correct. Um, but all right, Max, let's let's get into our picks. And tomorrow night, Giants at Washington football team, who you got?
1: Uh I, for one, I don't I think this is gonna be a probably a very I should say very it's gonna be an ugly game. Um I I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with Washington on this one.
0: Okay, well fuck you, because I'm going with my Giants, obviously. Jeez, and that's aggressive. Well, no, because first off, you commented on the game itself, and then you didn't pick my Giants, so screw you. Also, oh, Fitzmagic already out for the next (laughs) six, seven weeks because he injured his hip against the... I was about to say San Diego Chargers, LA Chargers, but, you know, no Fitzmagic, oh, no, the season's over. I actually think that the Washington football team is better off uh, with this guy, Heineke. Yeah, Heineke. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I'm going with the Giants. Um, let me check next team. All right. It is the Bengals versus the Bears. Who do you have? I'm
1: going with Cincinnati.
0: Yeah, I'm going with Cincinnati, too. Max, I changed my mind, though, about one thing. Uh, We're going to see Justin Fields play this game because Andy Dalton was really bad against you the know, Rams. How are they going to
1: do that to Andy Dalton going back home to Cincinnati? Or going back, not back home, but face the sore team. They're going to bench him against the Bengals?
0: Uh, yeah, Max, because you, know, because you know why? This oh, is God. a heartless league. And I will That's admit, crazy. I will admit that that is a very good <laughs> observation you pointed out. But I, I'm sorry, dude the the red rocket or whatever the red bullet, red rifle, Get it red right. rifle. Yeah, the red rifle. Um, he he's just a really bad quarterback. And and I I, I don't know. The Browns hosting the Texans.
1: Yeah, I'm
0: going. Uh, I'm going with Cleveland, dude. Is, um, is
1: this the comeback game for
0: Tyrod? Against I, his old team? I know, dude. No, no. I, I'm going with Browns, too. I mean, they they once again should have been the Chiefs, dude, but...
1: Dude, it's Baker. It, it really is. I, 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 no, mind you, I'm not Mr. I blame everything on the quarterback. But, I mean, this is twice in a row now. Not twice in a row, but yeah, it kind of is. Against him going against the Chiefs, and he just
0: crumbles. Well, it's that, dude, but also, I mean, the Chiefs' offense looked dead for, what was it, uh, 15, 30? Yeah. Bro, four- they're,
1: like, they're like Golden State now. They can turn it on dude, in a minute offensively.
0: They scored 23 points in the final 10 minutes. Yeah. my Stuff Giants like- scored 7 in 60 minutes. It, it's <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, they're... I, I, listen, I really do want to go with Tyron, my guy, but uh, I think the Browns get their first win of the season. C-
1: C- Cinderella, it's, it's, it's midnight.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> um, also worth noting, in the last 17 seasons, the Browns have not won their first game of the yeah, season. yep. Um, That's great. That's and the reason, a Browns thing. <laughs> yeah. And the only reason why they haven't lost the last 17 is they have one tie a couple of years back. But Jesus. Rams at the Colts, Max.
1: Yeah, I'm going to L.A.
0: Yeah, Max, uh, I, I I meant to say this last week, but I feel like there are a couple of teams, Max, where like if things go bad, things are going to get really bad. And like you expect like a blow up or not, not not a blow up, but like a significant change at the end of the year. That Seahawks team was pretty ugly. Look out for the Colts if the wheels fall off on oh. this team.
1: Is, is that a Victor exclusive?
0: Um, yeah, it is because I just, I, I don't know. I, I The more I think about it, I don't know if I have faith in Carson Wentz. I really don't.
1: He, he, he is one of the most ugliest person, people I've ever seen in my life. He, I don't care.
0: Yeah, no, I that agree dude with that. dude is ugly. I agree with he that. He is ugly. Yeah. Um, even though, Max, do you know the royal couple, Meghan Markle, who I'm in love with? Yeah. He really does look like Prince Harry. Eh, he looks
1: like his stepbrother or something.
0: Fine, <laughs> okay, <Prince>. uh, yeah. <laughs> um, Bills at the Dolphins. Man, I, I, I think I'm going to go Buffalo. I don't think
1: they're going to play that bad back back
0: weeks. Yeah, I'm going Buffalo, too. It's. It's not even. That it's it's more so the dolphins to me. I just they squeak. They need out. a quarterback. Yeah, they squeaked out the win against New England. I I think Buffalo, uh, gets back to five hundred here. Jets hosting the Patriots. Max. Patriots. <laughs> Yeah, I gotta go Patriots, too. You know why? Because that offensive yeah. line is so bad. Yeah. I was really debating taking the Jets, but that offensive line is just yeah. putrid. 49ers. You think, lose
1: two, you think they're gonna lose two games in a row, too? We got, I mean, come
0: on. Yeah, that's true. 49ers at the Eagles, Max.
1: This is kind of an interesting game. Because, I mean, you know, we, we both kind of said, Philly, again, it's only week one, but man, they, they look pretty good week one. Um. I'm gonna go
0: Philadelphia. All right, so I'm going with the Niners. Max, can I just can I put this on record too? Yeah. I if it if he was the starter for any other team, I really would be rooting for Jalen Hurts. But since he landed with Philadelphia, I just can't. I can't.
1: I hate having players like that that you like, and then they go to a team you don't like.
0: Yeah. Uh, no, com- completely agree, and. I think it was more about how bad the Falcons are gonna be this season. But yeah. uh I mean you gotta give credit to the Eagles. They did show up, but and Devonta yeah. Smith, which I hate to say looked good, but I'm going with the 49ers in this one. Raiders at the Steelers. Talk about a team who just gift a game and you know, I don't even think
1: Oakland wanted to win that game. I'm I'm going I'm going Pittsburgh.
0: Yeah, I'm going Pittsburgh too. I I mean I, I don't know I, I feel like the Raiders the last couple of seasons have had like a good start to the season or have had like a good win out, yeah. and then they they fizzle out and and I know it's only week two but I, I Monday night didn't change my feelings no. on the Raiders Saints at the Panthers I,
1: I'm going I'm going New Orleans I mean if, if, its the Saints got a really good defense. I mean, Carolina couldn't move the ball in the second half against the freaking Jets. Oh yeah, what the hell are the Saints going to do to them?
0: Max, I'm going to go with the Panthers here. Wow. Yeah, uh, oh, d- oh. dude, I, I mean, there's nothing to say other than I just think that Rogers and the Packers just really. Put together a lackluster performance, and the Saints took advantage of it. And good for them, but I don't like them. I'm going with.
1: So you're not, so you're not buying into the Saints?
0: Stop, <laughs> stop. I'm going with the Panthers. Um Broncos at the Jaguars. Max, did okay. First off, Urban Meyer apparently has anger issues and isn't accustomed to losing at the NFL level. Um, yeah. Or, or, well or what losing you think he signed up for. Yeah, exactly. Losing in general, but you know, now he's doing it at the NFL level. Uh Trevor Lawrence's first career loss in the regular season, which is kind of nuts to think about. Oh, but but Max, I I, I thought he was a can't miss. He he was a guarantee. I, I thought he was gonna be a star from day one. How could this be? College is different than the NFL? Wow. Um <laughs> The Jaguars uh fell to the Titans uh I'm sorry to the Texans. On the other hand, the Broncos manhandled my Giants. I hate to say it. Who do you have? I'm going Denver. Yeah, I'm going Denver too. Max, I I, I said it, dude, and I'm not I'm not excusing my Giants, right? Teddy Bridgewater, he may be a game manager. The best thing about him, he doesn't turn the ball over. Okay, he's yeah, no, he doesn't. He may not win you games often, but he, he's really not going to lose you games either. Yeah,
1: that's the best way to describe him, honestly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, I'm I'm going with Teddy and the Broncos moving 2-0. Vikings at the Cardinals.
1: I'm going to go with... I uh, hate
0: to say it, but I'm, I'm going to go Arizona. Yeah, Max, I'm going Arizona too. And you know my take on the Colts? How I was like, oh... There are a couple of teams that, if they, yeah, it,
1: I think Minnesota's like uh, that
0: Minnesota, too. yes, and and again, I'm not, I'm not out on them because I did say, but I was just thinking about it too Kirk Cousins not being the best role model in the locker room, best leader, uh, again underperforming the last couple of years. Vikings, another team that if it gets ugly, um, don't yeah, don't be surprised by big changes. Falcons at the Buccaneers. I mean, do we even have to talk about huh. this? No, yeah, Bucks. <laughs> and and here's the thing, Max, and and uh I I was i m- I'm not gonna say it about Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, even though that week one loss was really bad and I said they should have traded him in the off season. If I was in Washington, I'd call about Matt Ryan. Yeah. I mean, dude, that Falcons Why not? game was brutal. And I don't want to hear about Kyle Pitts. I don't want to hear how explosive that offense is. That's a team not going anywhere.
1: Yeah, if you're Washington, why not? Why not? Pick the Pirates.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, Cowboys at Chargers. This could be a good game. Yeah, no.
1: I'm going to go. I'm
0: going Cowboys. Wow, I'm going to go Chargers now they didn't have their best performance against Washington. I get that. However, they still found a way to win the game despite multiple dropped passes, some sloppy play. I'm going with the Chargers at home, even though they won't have home field advantage with their. I don't. I don't fans. feel
1: good about picking Dallas here, but I, I mean, like I said, we just we just saw that Lawrence has broken his foot. But I don't know. Just like the Ravens, I got a weird feeling about them.
0: Yeah. No. No. That's fine. Oh, we're feeling in a good way?
1: Yeah, about Dallas winning this game. I don't know why.
0: Okay. Titans at Seahawks.
1: Ooh, that Tennessee defense is awful. Really bad. <laughs> really bad. And <laughs> I, you know... I'm going to go uh, Seattle. I mean, if Kyle Murray did that, what hell Russ is going to do?
0: Well, I'm going Seattle <laughs> too, Max. But yeah. here's the thing. You know who is just as bad as, if not worse than that, Tampa Bay... Uh, that Tennessee defense? Taylor... You know let me guess. Go. Oh, I thought you were going to say Tannehill. Oh, no. No, no, no. Taylor Lewin. I mean, Tannehill did not show up, and Derrick Henry was held in place, right? But come on, five sacks. Chandler Jones. Yeah,
1: Chandler Jones is from my area. Shout out six oh seven.
0: Okay, all right, yeah, congratulations. Well, he is. I'm, I no, can't say I'm, that. No, that's awesome. That yeah, that's great. I mean, were you guys best friends growing up? No, so it's really I, not I, that I big of a deal.
1: In, I danced him up in a bar. I told him. Oh, you paid. did. You did. I told you. I told him when he got when Olivier Vernon got paid by your New York Football Giants. I said he's a better. I go, you're a better player than him, and you get more money, and which he did, and better player, by the way.
0: A lot better player, a much better player. Yes, I completely agree. Can not agree with you more? Um, so we're both on Seattle Chiefs at Ravens. Again, the Chiefs the fi- found the way to win, pulled the rabbit out of their hat. Ravens didn't look too great against the Raiders. What What do you think, Max?
1: Yeah, uh, I can see. I can see Baltimore making this an ugly game and winning it. Oh, and I can see Kansas City just, you know,
0: doing what they do. Uh, but I'm gonna play safe. I'm going to Kansas City. I'm going Kansas City too, Max. And this isn't gonna be one of those teams where there's a big blow up at the end, Max. But look out for Baltimore to be on the downtrend. And then I and I, I know week one, I get it, okay. Yes, the Raiders, I also just said have a strong victory at early season, right? I don't love that the Ravens lost a couple of their strong running backs. And here's a stat that sh- that uh, not necessarily alarm you, not necessarily even surprise you, right? Because we've talked about in the past. Jalen Hurts has more regular season 300-yard passing games, too, in five career starts than Lamar Jackson has in 38 career starts. Lamar only has one. Max. With their, with a couple of their best running backs out for the season, they're going to need Lamar to pass the ball more, okay, and I'm not saying he won't have success on the ground, but we haven't seen many times where Lamar wins games with his arm, okay, so I think there's a lot more pressure on him, that defense did not look good, I'm going with the Chiefs as well, and just keep an eye on the Ravens, that's all I'm saying, Lions at the Packers.
1: It better be Green Bay. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm going Green Bay too. But how about Jared Goff, thirty-eight fifty-seven? Now again, I, I mean, I, I listen. The score was a lot closer than what the game actually was. But you gotta feel a little bit good for Goff throwing over three hundred thirty yards, three touchdowns. But the Lions still lost the 49ers, yeah. and they'll still find themselves 0-2 against the Packers. I think the Packers get back on track this week. But, all right, Max, you got anything else you want to say? No,
1: no, I got, I got
0: nothing else. Yeah, all right, well, thanks again for joining me on another edition of Old School Sport. Make sure you check out Max's articles on the fan side. Max, Do you want to tell him where you can be followed,
1: yeah, follow me on uh, Twitter at maxmarshall uh, one three
0: six. At Old School of Sport on Twitter, like us on Facebook, Old School of Sport. At Victor Pusateri on Twitter and Instagram for myself. Until next time, thank you for tuning in to another pitch in the Old School of Sport.